Ohio's social distancing might be working and the coronavirus might not be as bad as has been projected, according to a study from the University of Washington. Health boards in Summit, Lorraine, and Medina counties continue to keep secret from the taxpayers where their coronavirus cases are. And Ohio schools will stay closed through at least May 1st. It's the Wake Up from Cleveland.com for Tuesday, the last day of March. I'm Cleveland.com editor Chris Quinn. A new model from the University of Washington shows that Ohio has more than enough hospital and intensive care unit beds to handle the onslaught of expected coronavirus cases. According to projections from the Institute of Health Metrics and Evaluation at the University of Washington, Ohio's coronavirus cases are expected to peak April 19th with 3,900 hospital beds needed, 585 of them in the ICU, and 468 ventilators. Ohio has about 34,000 hospital beds and more than 100 hospitals across the state and 2,500 ICU beds, according to data compiled by the Associated Press. The predictions are far less dire than the models Ohio Department of Health Director Dr. Amy Acton and Governor Mike DeWine have cited at Statehouse news briefings. Acton said she believes the Washington model looks at peak capacity day by day, but coronavirus patients will have to remain in the hospital much longer than patients with other illnesses, up to 20 days. She said scientists will continue to collaborate to work through their projections. Health boards in the counties of Summit, Lorraine, and Medina continue to keep secret where, within their borders, coronavirus cases have been confirmed despite a huge public demand for such information. The three departments again on Monday attributed the secrecy to concerns about protecting the privacy of patients and additional concerns about not creating a false sense of security in areas with few cases. But Summit County Board of Health spokeswoman Marlene Martin said the board will begin to disclose the zip codes of confirmed coronavirus cases once the numbers reach an unspecified level that would prevent patients from being identified. Other health boards around the state, including the recent addition of the board in Cuyahoga County, already have struck a balance between patient privacy and the legitimate desire of taxpayers to want to know in what direction the deadly virus is spreading. Last week, the Cuyahoga County Board of Health began releasing a range of positive cases reported in each zip code, and a Cleveland.com story on that map was read more than 350,000 times. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine announced Monday he is keeping the schools closed through May 1st because of the coronavirus. His original school closing order was to expire this week. Schools have been closed since March 18th, with students learning online and through assignments they took home before the closing. DeWine said putting a lot of children in a classroom makes no sense in the battle to slow the coronavirus. May 1st, a Friday, is a few weeks before the end of school for many Ohio students who finish before Memorial Day. DeWine said it's possible students would not return to the classroom during this school year, but downplayed any idea that school would be continued into the summer. 
Many parents have been juggling helping their kids with homeschooling while trying to work from home. Northeast Ohio, including several counties in greater Cleveland, have been struck harder by known coronavirus cases per capita than the rest of the state. Six of the top ten counties for per capita infections are around Cleveland. In all of Ohio, we have 16.5 confirmed cases per 100,000 people. But Cleveland.com's Rich Exner found the rates are more than double that in Cuyahoga and Mahoning counties, and much higher than the rest of the state in several other Northeast Ohio counties, including Medina, Lorraine, and Jaga. Less clear, however, is whether the number of cases in these areas is tied to available testing. Dr. Amy Acton, director of the state health department, has said testing is limited in certain parts of the state. Cleveland hospitals, for example, were among the first to launch their own tests. Casually picking up a package and bringing it into the house could pose a threat during the coronavirus pandemic. So how do you protect yourself when you're ordering necessities online? Cleveland.com's Emily Banforth found the answer with Case Western Reserve University's Shanina Knighton, a nurse and researcher who studies hygiene. The coronavirus can survive on cardboard for 24 hours. Knighton recommends protecting yourself by having a delivery zone at your house, a mat, or a crate where the packages can be delivered. Then, bring disinfectant wipes to the package and wipe them down before bringing them inside. Or open the package outside and leave the box. If you do open them inside, designate a surface for opening them in the house, a hard surface you can sanitize easily. Once the box is open, wipe down the contents and then wash your hands. Thanks for listening to the Wake Up From Cleveland.com. Later today, check out our new weekday version of our This Week in the CLE podcast, a half hour discussion about developments with the coronavirus. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm.